you not only have everything that God has, you have God. And now for The Blessing, Part 2. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. Welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. We welcome you to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. Well, we'd like to share just a little humor. A man and his wife walked quickly into a dentist's office and the man said to the dentist, he said, Doc, I'm in one heck of a hurry. I have two buddies sitting out in my car waiting for us to go play golf. So forget about the anesthetic, no anesthesia, no Novocaine. I don't have time for the gums to get numb. I just want you to pull the tooth and be done with it. We have a 10 o'clock tea time at the best golf course in town, and it's 930 already. I don't have time for any type of anesthetic to work. The dentist thought to himself, he said, wow, you're pretty serious. And then the dentist asked him, he said, which tooth is it, sir? The man turned to his wife and said, open your mouth, honey, and show the dentist. Clayton, I appreciate the extra. (laughs) Well, we're talking about the blessing, the blessing. And we are just kind of walking through the word, looking at how God blesses his people and the blessing that's on his people. You know, even in creation, one of the first thing God said to Adam and Eve, he blessed them after he created them, he blessed them. He said, be fruitful and multiply. But God blessed them. And so God, he's the originator of blessing. And blessing comes out of him. He enjoys blessing his people. The scripture says that the Lord blesses his people. His blessing is upon his people. And so we are to be reminded of the blessing that we have from God, to walk in that blessing, to release our faith in that blessing, to know that we are blessed. We are blessed, and it's a wonderful, wonderful blessing. I even read a scripture that is over in First Peter chapter 3, and it actually talks about, and this is pretty interesting, it actually says, don't render evil for evil or railing for railing or insult for insult. So if someone insults you, the Bible says don't insult them back, or someone goes off on you, don't go off on them back. You know, don't retaliate. And it says the reason, it says, rather render a blessing to them. So if somebody insults you, bless them. Not bless them out, bless them. (laughs) Genuinely bless them, genuinely bless them. You bless them, the Bible says, because you are called. To inherit a blessing. Isn't that good? And so God always wants us in the position of being blessed. And so God is saying the blessing is on you. I don't want you to do anything that would hinder, deter that blessing. You're blessed. You're blessed. And so you always render a blessing 
Because you are always inheriting a blessing. You're sowing blessing. You're reaping blessing. You're blessed any which way you turn, any which way you go. You're blessed. You're my child and my blessing is on you. And so we render blessing because that's who we are. We are called to inherit a blessing. Praise God. You're called to inherit a blessing. And so that's why you're always blessing people. And that's why you're always doing good to people because you're called to be blessed. You're called to be blessed. You're called to be a blessing so that you can inherit a blessing. You're called. So that's scripture. And that's one reason we walk in love toward others because we're called to inherit a blessing. God always wants us in this position of being Blessed. I have that scripture written down. Those of you who wanted to know where that is, that's First Peter three nine. That's what I thought it was, but I didn't want to take any chances. <laughs> First Peter three nine. You're called to inherit a blessing. When you start thinking about the blessing, or to bless, or being blessed, all of those words they all come from the same definition. And it means to cause, to prosper, to make happy, to make happy. Isn't it wonderful that God wants us happy? God wants us happy. He blesses us to make us happy, to make us happy. God enjoys blessing you and doing you good and making you happy. In fact, the word blessing is actually translated happy. And so you'll find you know, like when Jesus gave the Beatitudes, blessed are those, you know, it's really translated happy are those. So blessed and happy are synonymous. And that's actually part of the definition of being blessed or blessing to bless is to cause to prosper, to make happy. It's a benefit bestowed, a benefit bestowed. It's also when you're blessed, you're endowed with divine favor and protection. Man, that's part of the blessing. You're endowed with divine favor and protection. Now, this blessing, this is not something that comes from us. This is something that is given us by God, granted to us by God. It's God's blessing on us. And it makes a world of difference when God's blessing is on you. When God's blessing is on you, when his favor is on you, Things happen that would not normally happen. And so it's supernatural. It's divine. Peter saw it when Jesus told Peter, he said, lunch out into the deep. Peter said, Master, we fished all night. We toiled all night. We worked all night and caught nothing. Jesus said, you know, let out your nets, put down your nets for a drought. And Peter obeyed at his word, man, and they caught a net breaking, boat sinking load. They even called other boats to come and help them bring it in. It was sinking all the boats. It was so much. It's a picture of the blessing. It's a picture of the blessing. In his own efforts, when he tried to do it himself, there was no blessing. So it's a picture of life without the blessing and life with the blessing. When you do what Jesus tells you to do, the blessing is with you. So when he had the blessing with him, Man, there was no room to hold all the fish. So it's a picture of life without the blessing and life with the blessing. How many of you know life with the blessing is so much better? Life with the blessing is so much better. And I love that. And so Jesus is the blessing. Jesus is the blessing. Jesus is the blessing. A lot of people are 
trying to get things and going after this and going after that. No, if you go after Jesus, you have the blessing because he is the blessing. Jesus is the blessing. You ever notice that when Jesus lived, he didn't really have a lot of material things. He really didn't. He really didn't. But yet he never lacked anything. You ever notice that? Because he is the blessing. He is the blessing. He's basically saying, I don't need to have anything because everything here is mine. (laughs) If I ever have need of anything, I just summon, I call for it. And so he walked in that type of blessing because he is the blessing. And so when you have him, you have the blessing. When you have him, you have the blessing. When you have him, you have the blessing. Jesus is the blessing. He is the blessing. Let me read this. We'll read a couple of scriptures today, but the blessing is an interesting topic. I just love trailing it through the Bible and looking at different accounts. And when you, you know, I said in the definition that it's to cause, to prosper, it's to make happy. It's a benefit bestowed. It's endowed with divine favor and protection. It's all a part of the blessing. But there are also other definitions of blessing or to bless or being blessed. It also means to speak well of, to speak well. When you speak well of someone, you're blessing them. That's where we get the word eulogy from. Blessing actually comes out of an old word that means eulogy and it means to speak well of. Now, why do we only speak well of people at a funeral? You ever thought about that? Why don't we speak well of people while they're alive? Isn't that a wonderful thought? Eulogize people while they're walking around. <laughs> speak well of people. Speak well of people. Let people know what they mean, who they are. Speak well of people. Don't wait to a funeral to speak well of someone. Man, I get so interested at funerals. Sometimes be lines of people lining up to say something. Why didn't you say that while they were alive? (laughs) Now you want to get in line. (laughs) We had a funeral here, man, and people just started hopping in line. I said, both y'all just sit down. Just sit down. Y'all should have said that while they were alive. Well, that's the opportunity. Blessing is to speak well of someone, and we should be blessing people, speaking well of people while they're living, whenever we encounter someone. Mother Teresa said, she says, never let a person come to you without leaving happier and better. You bless them. You bless them in some type of way. That's what we are. We are carriers of the blessing, and so we bless others. We always bless others. That's the blessing. That's the blessing coming out of our lives. And so the word blessing means eulogize, speak well of. It also means prayer. You ever heard someone getting ready to eat and they might say, will you do the blessing? So it's like, will you say the grace? So it's a prayer. It's a grace. It's a prayer. The word blessing also means to consecrate something or to make holy. You ever heard somebody say, Pastor, will you come to my house and bless my house? That's what they're saying. Will you come and will you consecrate it? Will you make this a holy dwelling? We can't make it a holy dwelling. It's the way you live in it. (laughs) We just can't come and sprinkle a little oil and say a prayer and then you living like the devil in there. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, you consecrate your house by the way you live, by the way you love, by the way you speak to one another. How happy you are and how fun you make it at home. That's how you bless a house. That's how you bless a house. And people will call you to come bless their business. But that's what they're saying when you come dedicated, consecrated to the Lord, invoke his blessing upon it. So the word blessing has a lot of different meanings throughout Scripture. And it's a powerful part of God, man, that blesses us. And he enjoys blessing his people. Let me read this scripture. This is Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. It says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow with it. God will bless us richly and allow us to enjoy it. He'll bless us richly and allow us to enjoy it. Why does he bless us richly? He blesses us richly because everything is at his command for us. Everything is at his disposal for us. All of heaven, all of earth is at his disposal. And so there's no shortage. God has no lack. There's no shortage. He's bountiful. He's abundant. And he blesses us richly. I mean, everything God does, he does it lavishly because he's so abundant. He's so abundant. God's supply is always greater than man's need. His supply is always greater. You remember when, you know, they didn't have enough food. They only had two fish, five loaves. But when the blessing entered that situation, you remember they took up 12 baskets left over. The supply is always greater than the need. Of man. So God blesses us richly. Notice this. Our God, Philippians 4.19, shall supply all our need. God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And so he's rich. I mean, he has bounty. He has plenty. All of heaven, all of earth is at his disposal. There's nothing that's diminished. He never runs out. So that's why he blesses us rich. He lavishes his blessing on us and he enjoys doing it. And he blesses us in a place where you can enjoy his blessing. He blesses us richly where we can enjoy that blessing. And here's why. So that we can do good with it. Not only enjoy it, but so that we can do good with it. So that we can serve God with joy in the use of it. And so we enjoy it. We do good with it. And we serve God with joy in the use of the blessing. First Timothy 6.17 says that God gives us richly all things to enjoy. Notice that there it is again. Didn't say he gives us sparingly or a little or he gives you, you know, just enough. No, God gives us richly all things to enjoy. And now and it goes on to warn. It's actually talking about people who have a lot. And it warns. It says, now look, when God blesses you, don't become arrogant. Don't become proud. Don't get stuck on yourself. Because wealth and abundance will do that to you. You know, man, some people, you give them $250, you can't tell them anything. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And so wealth has a tendency to puff you up in pride because you want everybody to see what all you have and who you are and all of that. So the Bible warns, it says, no, when God blesses you, remember, it's God 
who gives us richly all things to enjoy. So don't get caught up in pride. Don't trust in that stuff when he blesses you. Don't trust in that stuff. You trust in him. He's the one who gave it to you. He's the one who gives it to you. He's the one who blesses you richly, gives you all things richly to enjoy. Don't get caught on the blessing. Always remember it's him. He gave it to me. He blessed me. He gives me richly all things to enjoy. Praise God. But anyway, I love that scripture there in, in Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow with it. That's where we get the enjoyment from. He gives it to you in a way where there's no sorrow, there's no grief, there's no heartache, there's no pain, with it, no trouble with it. God blesses you in a way and you're able to enjoy it, share it with others, become a blessing. That's the way God does it. I love that. I love that. The blessing of the Lord it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. I love the Message Bible. The Message Bible says that God's blessing makes life rich. God's blessing makes life rich. So here, it's not just financial. God's blessing makes life rich. It's not just financial. It's also your spiritual life. It's your spirit. God's blessing will give you an abundance of peace and joy and love. That's your spirit. That's a rich spirit. It's your attitude. It, it's all the spiritual blessings. Ephesians 1.3 says, Thanks be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And so here's the real blessing. People get caught up on God blessing them with a new car and a new job. And they think that's the blessing. No, the real blessing is that Christ Jesus has come and your sins have been forgiven. You're no longer going to hell. That's the real blessing. <laughs> the real blessing, you've been made righteous. You've been made holy. You've been chosen before the foundation of the world in him. That you're a son, a daughter of God. You have an inheritance. You're a citizen of heaven already. You are now in a part of his kingdom in the kingdom of his dear son. That's the real blessing. That's the real blessing. That's the real blessing. That is the real blessing. That's the real blessing. And so that's part of God blessing us richly. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. That's where it begins. It begins because Christ Jesus has come into our hearts and man, we're now new creatures in him. He lives in us. We live in him. Remember what I said. He is the blessing. He is the blessing. Why would I have to seek after blessings when he is the blessing? He now lives in me. Oh, man, that's good. That's good right there. I saw myself just shouting on the inside. (laughs) He's the blessing. He's the blessing. He's the blessing. So. He is a blessing. We get to walk with him. We get to live in him and he lives in us. You not only have everything that God has, you have God. I'm going to say that one more time. You not only have everything that God has, you have God. You have God. You have the blessing. You have the blessing. You have the blessing. He is the blessing. He is the blessing. He is the blessing. We're blessed because we have the blessing. The blessing lives in us. He is the blessing. And because of that, 
it spills over into everything else. And this is why 3 John 2, which we talked about last time, beloved, I wish, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. He was prospering on the inside. He was prospering in his relationship with God. He was prospering in his spirit. He was prospering there. And that the prayer was that that same prosperity would spill over into the other areas of his life. And that's what happens. Because God's the blessing and we have him, we have the blessing. Now it begins to spill over into every area of life. And so it spills over into your marriage. Your marriage becomes blessed. Because he lives in you. That's how you have a blessed marriage, because he lives in you. And you do what he tells you to do. It makes the marriage blessed. Your family becomes blessed because he's living in you. So now you rear your kids based on him living in you. You're teaching them his word and you're teaching them to know him as you know him. That's how you have a blessed family. The blessing is because he lives in you and it begins to spill over into every area of your life into your friendships, to your health, your body, your joy, your peace, your fulfillment, your experiences, your delight. That's a rich, rewarding life. It's a full life. It's a meaningful, purposeful life, a life that's blessed and made a blessing. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. And I love the way the Message Bible says it. It makes a rich life, makes a rich life, makes life rich, makes life rich. This is not about money. It's talking about life being rich, life being rich, where you're blessed coming and going. Man, you're blessed rising and lying down. You're blessed in your body. You're blessed in your marriage. Where your children are blessed, where you're blessed in all of life. It makes life rich. This is the blessing of the Lord. This is the blessing of the Lord. It makes life rich. Listen to this. It's Genesis chapter 24, verse 1. It says, And Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. The Lord had blessed him in all things. The blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich, and he has no sorrow with it. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. We're just taking our time walking through some of the wonderful accounts in God's word concerning the blessing. Those of you who are watching us by television or online, social media, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can watch this entire series on the blessing absolutely free of charge, and you can email it to a friend. But thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part two of the series titled The Blessing by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7968 at 7968 to listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7968 to a friend. Go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Brothers of the word.